Welcome back to Watered Wednesdays. Happy Wednesday. Hey guys, we're happy to be back. Yeah, it's good. It's the sun is shining. It's Hope- springtime now. <laughs> right, yeah. This is Finally. Oh, just a breath of fresh air, literally. Um, so it's good. We're good to be- we're glad to be here. We're pumped. We're ready to go. This is Allie right here, in case you don't know my voice yet. Yeah, and I'm Catherine. Hey. Um, today we are talking about mentorship mm-hmm. because we are on a little series right now we're doing on marriage, mentorship, and money. Three M's, as they say. The three M's. I don't know who they is, but... <laughs> um, but before we get into that, we'll do a, a hot seat cue. Yeah. Um, we, we thought we'd, we'd ask one question today because we haven't really addressed this yet on the podcast. Right. So the question is, um, what do you do, Allie? For a living. For a living. Yeah, what's your life? Um, so I am a sales lady, and I sell door hardware. We're a distributor. Um, and so, yeah, we were <laughs> in the room we're recording, and there's a really nice door. And it has a closer on the top, and it doesn't have a metal cover over it. And so I it was really bothered telling you. <laughs> Catherine, I was like, okay, that's not there. Okay, you see that drop plate behind it? That is list. I know how much that costs. And telling her about the, uh, the kick. So, um yeah, I look at all the doors that I walk through because I sp- spend Monday through Friday looking at um, how all of the parts work together. Um, it's very intricate. It's uh, it's crazy work. I've only been doing it for, um, I think it'll be two years in July. So I like it. It's it's interesting. It's not something I thought I would ever do, but the Lord <laughs> provided a great job and uh, actually great mentors in it as well, which we'll get Ooh. into. I know. Tell tidbit. me <laughs> Okay, maybe later. Um, <laughs> and then what do you do? Tell us. Um, similar to you, right. I'm a salesperson. Oh, right. Um, but I'm inside sales, so I don't communicate directly with customers. I work kind of for our sales team on the back end, so I place orders and quotes. I work for an IT solutions company, so nice. they do, um, we sell all sorts of things like phones, routers, switches, all those exciting parts that I don't really know about. about. I'm not as knowledgeable as you seem about doors because I don't know, we don't really have to know the product. It's more just like doing the math and and all that on the back end. Sure. Um, I do know a little bit though, like if I see a Cisco phone, I'm like, ooh. I know where you probably get that. came from my company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Well, and so uh, this is just more information than you need. But um, I think people could buy some of the things that they sell at like uh, Home Depot or Lowe's. But like we provide like the customer service that's like when you get it from us, if there's a problem, we're gonna fix it. But there probably isn't gonna be a problem because we're so knowledgeable. We've been doing it for so long. <laughs> like the people that I work with. Yeah. yeah so I'm yeah. at this point where I'm like two years in, and it's like, okay, you should be knowledgeable now. Like you should be able to. Mm. So it's been, yeah. That's cool. It's been an adventure, but yeah, that's really good. It's a lot to learn. I work from home 24 yeah. 7, which is the part I love most about yeah. my job for sure. Yeah, that is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mentorship. Yeah. Whoa. Big topic. Yeah, it is a big topic. But I think when you take on something like learning um, a job or uh, spirituality, maybe, mm-hmm. um, people who have been doing a long time, those are good people to learn from because they've already. They've already come across issues and they've learned. And so like walking alongside them and learning what they do and what they don't do is a really good way of uh, learning for yourself. And I think that's what mentorship is, right? Mm -hmm. I definitely think so. Um, And relating it to spirituality, too, because that's what we do here. We're a spiritual podcast. Hi, welcome. Um, I think that that's mentorship 
or you can word it discipleship. Yeah, I didn't know if we wanted to talk about the difference between the two of those. Is there a difference? Draw me a Venn diagram. (laughs) I don't think there really is. I think they're kind of the same. Yeah. Discipleship might just be the more spiritual term for mentorship. Sure. Um, But I think that that's the way that um, ultimately... um, people learn about the gospel is through mentoring. Yeah. You know? It could come that way. It can, I think it's one form because it's like, um, it's just spreading. Yeah. You're passing on your knowledge to someone else who can then pass it on to other people who that's can then true. pass it on. So it like keeps it going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the way the gospel spread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of the things I wrote was doing life together and I put it in quotes cause I think that's a very Christian way of talking about, I mean, we talk about community groups that way too, but I think mentorship is also doing life together. Mm-hmm. Every time I say it, I'm putting it in quotes, but I think that's a, like a Christianese way of saying, um, spending time together, um, I even think about it in the frame of dating because um, being new to the faith or learning about it, I knew people who would be dating and would like go to the Taco Bell drive through together, just like doing life together Yeah. because it would just be like a moment to get together and like catch up, Sure. you know, like one-on-one time is so good. And that's mm-hmm. really how you get into someone's space and you figure out how they're doing and what they're doing and their emotions. And um, yeah, so that's, I was kind of thinking about it in that way. Sure. Um, let's start here. Do you have a mentor or do you mentor other people? (laughs) And tell us about that. Um, yes. So, but yes to both of those. Um, my mentor, I think is an unofficial mentor, but I've told her a couple times. I'm like, this feels, this feels mentory. Um, we mostly email each other. Um, and she was actually a big help when we started the podcast too. So, um, like listening and helping us cause she's older and so wiser, um, lived more life just to make sure that like we were sound. Um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it is for my life too. It's like when I'm processing something, it's like, have, have I thought of everything or, um, it, it offer me insight or, you know, things like that. So it's really helpful. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. And then we meet for coffee sometimes and then it's just like hours. It's the best mm-hmm. part, you know, cause it's just like, Oh, we're catching up. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. And it's personal and it's relational and it's spiritual. It's like all the things, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a spiritual motherhood almost. You just mm-hmm. go to this person and you're like, this is kind of what I'm dealing with, but you have to be open and you have to be authentic. And, um, it's nice because she's a three on the Enneagram too. So we talk about that more recently cause she's like, Oh yeah, that's what I am. She's like, I don't like this part. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I got to process it and I'll get mm, back to you. That's awesome. It is really good. So on the other end, I do mentor someone that's set up a bit differently because she is going to, um, minis- what's that word? When you go to school to be, uh, oh, uh, theology. oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Seminary. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That word. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so she's in seminary and her degree or her, uh, program that she's in requires her to have two mentors, one for her spiritual formation as well. And then the other one is like the ministry formation. And that's the one that I am. So we actually meet weekly. We have a time. I'm like a very habitual person. I need um, schedule. I need rhythm. Yeah. yeah. I, things have to go. So her and I meet the same time every week, my kitchen table, it's a beautiful thing. And then it's just like, what are you walking through? What's going on? What do cool. you, um, cause she, like her program is like writing papers. So it's like, what are you writing about? What's, you know, like what's going on? Um, and I also serve with her in other, um, uh, like avenues of church. So it's nice to be like, Oh, like touch base, touch point. How's that going? Things like that. So, mm. um, I don't think I have all the answers when I mentor her. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to, um, I was, I don't know what I was listening to or where this came from, but 
the thing that I always, or the phrase that always goes through my mind is, follow me while I follow Jesus. That was just going through my brain. Shut okay. up. How yeah. do you even know? I don't know where to come from. I do don't you know. Have, I don't know. But that's what it yeah. is. Because it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, this is, well, this is the way I'm walking and mm-hmm. feel free. And what's nice is going back to the doing life together part. Um, I, I'm always inviting her, my, who I mentor, to like our small group. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, because we go to our small group right after I mentor her. So it's just like right around the corner. Hey, you cool. want some pizza? Come with us. Um, and then like even last week when our group didn't meet, I was like, come help me with this puzzle because she's really good at puzzles. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's doing life together. It's, oh, you're already here. Like, let's go. Or yep. if it's grocery shopping, you're already here. Like, let's go. Those touch points, I think, are yeah. so good. Well, and the other thing, too, is it's with the follow me while I follow Jesus thing. Like, I think a lot of people are scared to mentor because they're like, well, my, my life is so messy or mm. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. How am I going to mentor someone else? But it's like, right. that's not the purpose. The purpose is that that person can can see the messiness and the realness of yeah. your life and yeah. then just see how you navigate it. Right. Like Even if you navigate it wrong, right. you can learn from that. Exactly. Or you can, um, you know, do something you can, I don't know, you can yell at someone in front of your mentor. Let's just say that happens. Right. And then... You could turn around and, and say, you know what? I realize I did this and right. I apologize to this person. Or you could, they could even witness you apologize to that person. You know right. what I mean? Like you don't have to be yeah. perfect. It's just how how you how deal, you with, deal it. with it. And that person's going to be drawing from you and learning how to navigate the messiness of life. And that's mm-hmm. the point. It is the point. That's mm-hmm. so the point. I remember someone telling me who I looked at as a mentor uh, for a while, probably still, but not as uh, habitual, um, that she's had mentors and she's thought I wouldn't do it that way. And I mm. loved hearing that because mm-hmm. then it's like self-reflection of like, okay, if I'm in that position, I won't do it that way, but I'll know how I do it. Almost like your boundaries, right? Like I know what I'll say when I get to that point. I've already thought it through. Sure. So I always, yeah. I always think about that. I thought that was really yeah, good. Yeah, it's healthy to have a mentor mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, I think for me, I've it's been seasonal. Sure. So I've had seasons where I've had mentors mm-hmm. and they've been phenomenal. And what they taught me in that time has stuck with me even today. Um, but then there's been seasons where I haven't. And I think recently I found myself in one of those states where I kind of was thinking about it and I was like, I don't really have a mentor. Yeah. And so I actually reached out to, we have the same, Oh yeah, we're thinking of the same person. Yeah. She goes to our church. She's incredible. Yeah. And just recently I kind of reached out to her and Anthony and I actually together reached out to her and her husband to mentor us as a couple. Yeah. Um, and then on the side, her and I will email or, you know, do whatever, talk as girls too. And so I think yeah. that's been huge because I was in a season where I was really missing mentorship yeah. and realizing that I was kind of trying to do things alone Yeah. Um, or with my peers. And I just really needed someone I could go to to just get wisdom from and yeah. just share things and, yeah. and say, Hey, I'm walking through this really difficult time or I'm working through some tough things. Like, you know, can you pray for me or, yeah, you know, how can, you know, how can she encourage me? And then, um, you know, hopefully as we grow our relationship, I want to be the same for her too, you know, and, yeah. and kind of give back as well. But yeah. And the, and you can, and that's, yep. I think that's the good part of it is it's mm-hmm. not, mentorship is not, I come to you for everything, but it's, I'm, it's like learning a two-way street, mm-hmm. you know, one learns from one and one learns for the other. Um, I pulled scripture from first Timothy, it's 412, this is the NLT version. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Like, I just love that. I mean, it's Paul encouraging Timothy to 
not be discouraged because he's younger, right? Mm. Like your faith is your faith. Your walk is your walk. And you have things to share no matter who's around you, no matter what their age is, no matter what season of life you're in, you know, um, you can be an example to all believers, to all people. I thought, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh, cool. I have, I have a ton of questions too, and I'm really excited. I want to spend the last part of this podcast talking about how, what, like, what are the practical steps for getting a mentor and for finding mentees? Right. But let's do that at the end. I want to share something real quick before we get there. Um, so I was reading this Beth Moore study. It's actually Priscilla Shiloh. Wow. (laughs) Priscilla Shire, Beth Moore, and Kate Arthur, they um, have a study on David. It's called Anointed, Transformed, Redeemed. It's a really good study. I did this a while ago, and this particular um, devotional, like, has always stuck with me. So I'm going to read it real quick. Um, This is kind of describing the importance of mentors or, like, the role they play. So it says, our infinitely creative God orders each of our lives to be as unique as our DNA. As he develops you in your own gifts and calling, by all means, take direction from others you respect, but resist trying to imitate their distinctions. To do so is to forfeit your own. A proactive way to cooperate with God while he makes you a -a one-of-a-kind expression of Christ is to intentionally place yourself under the influence of many teachers. You will end up becoming a wonderfully unique concoction of all these godly influences. Let me see if I can explain. Six primary servants of God had profound influences on my life in the strategic years God poured the foundation for this ministry. At one time, I felt pressured to be just like them, but then again, I'd ask myself, which one? When all was said and done, I developed into someone different from each of them because, metaphorically speaking, I was a blend of all of them. Mm. Add to the mix a heaping helping of my own God-given personality, and the result is someone distinct. Weird? Yes, <laughs> but distinct. <laughs> I love that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Perhaps you know exactly what I mean because you've developed similarly. So then she has you do this exercise, and I'm going to walk you listeners through it too. So what you do is write down you know, three to five people who um, have impacted you or made big investments on your life. Mm-hmm. And then next to their name, write a phrase describing what you've received most from that person. Yeah. So for example, I'm just going to read two of mine that I had written down. I have my mom. Um, and I feel like what I've received most from her, well, besides her just being a great mom, um, <laughs> but spiritually speaking, I feel like she, um, she has a, a gift of like dreaming and receiving dreams from the Lord. And Ooh. I receive dreams now too. So I said, I got that from her, but then also like she has a closeness and an intimacy with God that I've always admired. Admired, and yeah. I feel like I learned that from her. Like I have that too. Um, and then from, I had a, um, a mentor in college, her name's Rana and she was, I think God really used her to, um, help teach me a lot cause I was a new baby Christian. Yeah. And so she taught me, um, tools for discipleship. Nice. Um, she taught me how to study the Bible, lead Bible studies, and then she also really taught me how to be intentional with people. Like yeah. She was very intentional with yeah. me and with other people. And she was just so good at like making you feel loved and being present with you. Mm. Um, so those were two things that, that I kind of, I wrote, but then um, what, what Beth has you do later on. So once you're done identifying the key people who've impacted you and, and what they've given you, um, you go back and draw a plus sign under each and add it to the next. So you kind of add up all those things that you got. And then in the space under the last line, jot down several ways you are distinct from all of them. Ooh, like different so from them. So put your unique 
um, abilities. So like, for example, I put grace filled for me cause I feel like I'm a very graceful person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add all of, all of the, um, the phrases. So you put them together and that gives you a small glimpse of who you are and who you're becoming. Whoa. Um, so I just like that exercise. I think yeah. it could be a fun thing for you to do and reflect on. And actually there's a scripture I pulled from that kind of um, solidified all like this exercise in general. It's Hebrews 13, seven. And it says, remember your leaders who have spoken God's word to you mm-hmm. as you carefully observe the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Yeah. Um, so I just liked that cause it, it's showing you like Christ and the work he does in our lives, it doesn't change because he doesn't change right now. It can manifest differently, you know, because you are a unique individual right. who he's uniquely crafted and created for a purpose and a plan that's different from the next person. But since Jesus himself is the same, mm-hmm. we can imitate each other and learn from how we've observed Christ working in other people. Right. Um, and I, I like the, the phrase carefully observe the outcome of their life Yeah, because it's showing you don't just imitate anyone. Right. Really look at, you know, is God, um, evident in this person's life Yeah, and you will see it. You will see the difference. Even if that person's going through like pain and suffering, if they're following the Lord, they will have a peace and, um, just a joy to them that is unexplainable. Mm-hmm. And so I think you can identify it. I mean, in Matthew seven sixteen, it says by their fruit, you will recognize them. Right. So we can see who these people are. And then those are the people after carefully observing, we, we imitate them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot like the, um, I know we're waiting to do this, but the five questions you should ask yourself before you choose a mentor that Ooh, I pulled from yes, HuffPost. Read those. Um, the first one is, do I look up to this person? Which I think is mm. kind of the same thing. Like, do you see the fruit? Mm-hmm. Um, two, could I work well with him or her? Because obviously you don't want a mentor that is mm-hmm. just going to be combative on everything. Like, yep. um, And I do believe that this list, again, pulled from HuffPost from October 21st, 2014, um, is more business mentory, but I still think it can apply. I don't see why it would be any different. Absolutely. Um, three, are they engaged in the community? So, I mean, I think that's good too. Mm-hmm. If there's someone on the prayer team and you want to be a better prayer, prayer, I hate when I do that, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, that would maybe, that would add onto the list of like a pro and con list of like, maybe I do. Um, can this person guide me toward my goals? Like maybe if they have a podcast and you are, have always wanted to have a podcast, something like that. And then the last question is, are they happy? I don't know hmm. what I do with that, but I think it's like, are they joyful? Are they graceful? You know, like hmm. what traits do you recognize of them? And obviously you don't want someone who's like not, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I like all those. Yeah. And, and I think you can wrap them all around what you read too. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And I think another one even to add into that list too is like, are they available? Oh yeah. That's a good question too. And I think you would ask that, um, even thinking through someone to mentor yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, cause yeah. It, if you're not available, it, it's just, or if they're not willing to like let you into their life mm-hmm. in the little moments, yeah, it just isn't going to be possible. Yeah. Well, and I've found that too, especially being an adult now. Like, I think <laughs> now that I'm an adult, well, mentorship used to seem a lot easier in high school and sure. college. Oh yeah, you had all the availability, yeah. all the margin for it. Yep, you had. You know, you. I just feel like you had so much time to be with people. Yeah. And then now being an adult, it's 
it's still, it's hard yeah. to find the time and the space to even have it. So like, I don't know, Allie, you, I feel like you're, you have both a mentor and um, someone you mentor mm-hmm. or mentee, I guess you could say. Yeah, so for you, um, how, how do you find the time or like, how did that yeah. kind of unfold for you? Yeah. Um, well, like the w- girl that I mentee, that I'm a mentor for, mm-hmm. um, that, she, I mean, it was very intentional. She was like, my school needs me to do what you came to mind. Are you available? And it was a time in my life when I was like, <laughs> uh, what I told everyone is I, I was imagining all my responsibilities as Jenga pieces and I knocked the pieces over and I was trying to figure out what was coming back in. Like what was I, what I, what I was allowing to spend my time on. So it was a, it was an intentional season for me anyway, to think about what I was saying yes to, because I was feeling like gross and doing too many things. So I told her yes, and I knew that it was going to be important to me. But I knew it was going to be important to me because Easter of last year, I felt like I got a spirit from the Lord, a spirit from the Lord, yeah, on Easter. And it was like, what would a mentor ministry look like at our church? Mm -hmm. And that was Easter. And it hit me and I prayed about it. And I mean, you and I have had this conversation um, and you sent me the direction of your mom, who we'll get into that more, but has a mentor ministry at her church. So I had conversations with her. I figured out what it would look like. And then I submitted everything to church and then prayed about it and really was like, if nothing happens from this, like I at least have thought it through, right? Mm -hmm. And as of right now, as far as I know, nothing is happening with the mentor ministry at our church. But in my own life, I do have it on both ends because it was something that was important to me. And I don't know what the Lord's doing with all the things because his will is way bigger than whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, but I'm, I'm in it, you know, like I made it a priority for my life and that's what's happening. Yeah. I think, I mean, that is so cool that you did that because you ultimately have a vision and a goal for where you'd like to see our church with mentorship because you see the value. We're starting with you. You're starting small (laughs) and like God's going to honor that. Like who knows what's going to come from it. But I think that's, that's a really great um, vision and kind of like a, uh, uh, a goal that you have. Like a stretch. Yes. Like where you see it going because mentorship is huge and it would be cool to see that unfold in our church my um you mentioned my mom my mom's church they have a program it's called the mentorship program Mm -hmm. or discipleship program or something and they they literally have um they do it for men too but I'm I I only know the women's part so I'm going to say that they have all the women who want to sign up to be mentors Mm -hmm. sign up on a sheet Mm -hmm. and they go to a meeting and I don't know I want to say there's like you know a number of them that sign up and um then they say, hey, do you want to be mentored? And they have you sign up on a sheet. And then mm-hmm. they somehow place you probably yeah. with, you know, when you're available, what yeah. season of life are you in? Yeah. Um, and what kind of help you're looking for. I'm sure yeah, what kind of help you're there. looking for. And then they really just like let the mentors run away with it. They say, hey, yeah. just go meet up for coffee. And they things. give them a book, or at least they did when I talked to your mom. Cool. So they have like a book that they go through. I don't remember what it is because this was like a year ago now. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. It's almost, I don't know. Easter already happened when we released this. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, so I don't know what book they, but then they go through the book and what I loved, cause I had phone conversations with your mom and this was before we had a podcast, which I think is so funny, I know. but just the Lord, of course, obviously. Um, but she told me that they would meet, they would go through the book for like a month and then you could choose if the, if you were like jiving with this person to continue meeting with them, which I thought was cool. Cause it made it really natural like maybe you only need help for a couple months or maybe you're looking for something more long term Mm -hmm. but what I loved what your mom told me was everyone that she had mentored 
like God showed up, you know, like everything that everyone that came to her, she had tools that she had walked through at some point to give them, you know, like it was just so God ordained. And, and only I, God can do that. Yeah. Oh, goosebumps right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's why I know. And that's like, that's one of the jumping points for me to want this for our church is like knowing that God's going to take care of it, you know, mm-hmm. like, but then it's hard when you like give it to uh, like people that run the church and they're like, okay, but literally we need a system. Like we can't just, you know, well, yeah. so that, it's hard. It's a hard balance. Well, I think. and what's tough with, with churches is that, I mean, man, it's 80% of, or what is it? Uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Yeah. And so it's just hard to yeah. implement new things. And actually my mom's church is going through a, a season because the person who ran that ministry <gasps> left. No way. So their program is a little bit like yeah. up in air now. Yeah. It's like a big question mark. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, we'll yeah. be praying about it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea and yeah, we'll see. something that God can use. But um, question for you, Allie, and maybe this can help our listeners too. So you read the five things to consider before you get a mentor. Mm-hmm. So what does that process look like to get a mentor and get someone to mentor like mm. what are some practical things to steps or ways you can get there yeah um well I think if I think it first starts with like figuring out what you're looking for and I think we've said some of it right like mm. knowing your availability um knowing what you're looking for um making a list I know we've kind of talked about this but like making a list of a couple people that maybe fit those qualifications the mm-hmm. five questions um and then praying about it yeah right like um, and, and watching them. I think, as creepy as that sounds, I think that's really important because you're not going to know the answer to those five questions if you're not observing them or, you know, maybe going to a small group that they're in or getting in their space before asking them, right? Like, you don't want to just ask someone, like, oh, she's on the worship team, so I'm going to ask her because, you know, I want to be on the worship team or whatever. Right. Um, but I think it's getting into their space, trying to do life with them, and God's going to open the doors. If it is the right person or it is, like, the, the relationship that he wants um, or he's going to foster, then it's definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I pulled some stuff from mentorsme.co.uk. So this is from the UK. But what to expect from a mentor? Again, this is like a business. Um, but so like if you're looking for a mentor, these are some things maybe maybe once you've prayed about it and you've asked that person like, oh, hey, do you want to get coffee? Maybe that's what it starts with. Just like a quick like, hey, like let's grab coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are some things you want to look for when you're, figuring out a mentor, um, that they're a good listener, that they help you by sharing their own failures and successes, um, that they're friendly, um, unbiased support, honest and constructive feedback. So they're giving these things a soundboard for ideas. Um, they help with your decision-making, um, and maybe even provide contacts and networking as a three. That's my favorite. Like, yeah. who do you know? You know, yep. but so those great. are just things to some things to consider. Yeah, like I think that's that's a great place to start and then I think yeah, just being bold to reach out to them. Like it is don't bold. be afraid to say, "Hey, I've been I've been watching I've you." Been watching <laughs> you. No, don't say that. But like, "Hey, I I just I've seen your life and yeah. I I'm really I admire you and you know, I think you could be someone that could help me with my spiritual walk or with my goals and yeah. and would you be willing to meet with me, you know, once a month or whatever?" Yeah, what it looks like. 
Yeah, and I think that can be good. But then it's also important, I think, for both parties to talk about expectations too, right? Absolutely. Up front. Like, what are you expecting to get out of it? What does it look like? How often do you want to meet? What, you yeah. know, just so that there's no fallout or yeah. hurt feelings if those expectations aren't met, I guess. Right. Um, it's good to be intentional about them up front for sure. Yeah. That's good. And then I just have one one last thought. Um, just from this Hebrews thirteen seven verse I read mm-hmm. earlier. Um, where it says, remember your leaders who have spoken God's word to you. I've been thinking about this lately because as I was just revisiting the scripture, preparing for this, I was like, remember them. What does that mean? And Mm. I was just thinking about it. And it almost just makes me um, really uh, encouraged to reach out to my past mentors and just remember them. Like yeah. even just encourage, like encourage them now and say, Hey, just so you know, you meant so much to me in this time of my life. And yeah. I'm thinking of you, how can I pray for you? I'm remembering you, you know, and just lifting them up in that way because yeah. it's so important and it's so powerful what God's doing, um, yeah. in his community and yeah. just bringing us into each other's lives to bless one another. And so I think it's important to remember our leaders, yeah. remember and reach out. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, here, I, I pulled some quotes, okay? So as we were preparing, I went to Pinterest, to my Pinterest board of, like, leadership quotes. because Solid. Yeah. Um, so I want to read some of them just because I really like them. Uh, this one's from Susie Orman, who uh, my grandpa actually emails me. Her, She's kind of like a Dave Ramsey. She's very into, like, the financial planning and things like that. Uh, she said, the key to being a good mentor is to help people become more of who they already are, not to make them more like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Love that. Um, And then I have another one from Madison Headland. She has like a website that she hasn't updated in like three years, but this was a good good quote that she had. A true mentor wants to see you rise to the top and is willing to let you stand on their shoulders to get there. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Because you want someone who wants better for you than they have, you know? Mm -hmm. Like there, I've heard it, um, Stephanie Gretzinger, the worship artist, on a podcast, she said that her parents, um, she really felt like their ceiling was her floor. And that's where she started. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine, like, that's where you start. Building. You start above them. Or not above them, but, like, they push you that way, right? They push you up so that you can push someone up. It's like a ladder, you know? Sure. Um, so I just like those things. The last quote I pulled was um, from a Roman Catholic priest. His name is James Keller. A candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. Whoa. I know. I just really liked that. That's good. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. It's so true. It is so true. Um, And it's like a light, right? Because Jesus. Yeah. Lighting another light. Yeah. You don't lose anything. It's lighting the darkness, all of it. Yeah. Multiplication. Multiplying. Have you ever done that exercise? Exercise. That's not the right word. Um, I don't know. I'm losing my wording. But (laughs) at church, when sometimes like on the you know Christmas service, where you all hold a candle and you light the person's next to you, and all of a sudden the dark room turns into a light room, and that's always been so powerful to me because I'm like, yes, that's what it's all about. And I think we live in a society and a culture today where it's all about us, right? Like our whole day. We're like, I got to go here, and then I have to go here, and I have to go here, and I have to go yep. here. And a lot of it is for our own yep. building up and our own system and, like, you know, our achieving our own goals yep. and pursuits. But let's slow down. Yeah. Let's look around us. How can we light someone else's candle? Right. Oh, yes. Amen. And, and right. see you guys next Wednesday. That Stay was- watered. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>